everyone. This is Ivan and welcome to She Reads Again. Hi everyone. So this episode will come to you in three parts because I will be sharing with you my second quarter reading wrap up. So I've read quite a few books in the past three months. And I think it's mostly because of the pandemic. Work suddenly isn't opening on its regular time, which means I did not need to be there for 5.30 in the morning, which means I have about a couple hours to spare at night to either read or to watch movies that I have been wanting to watch. So yeah, I took advantage of those extra hours I watched. The Avengers movies in order, which is amazing. And it took me a while to get into reading again for some odd reason. I think it's just because of the the environment of what was happening in the world. But once I was able to start getting back into it, it was it was pretty it was pretty neat. I also read quite a few um graphic novels and comics in the past three months, and that will be that will be in one of the parts of this episode, so stay tuned for that. Anyway, let's get on with the books. Also, before I forget to say, there will be a little bit of spoilers in this episode. The first book that I read is called Would Like to Meet by Rachel Winters. And so we got Evie, who is trying to be an agent for authors. And then we have Ezra, who is an author. And for some reason, a lot of publishing companies are fighting over him. And then one day, Evie gets the chance to pretty much become Ezra's agent and help him write another book which is part of his contract. And because Ezra is having a hard time writing his book, Evie then kind of suggests that she will help him by trying to meet somebody. Ezra is not a big fan of romance novels. And I think that was the kind of story that they want him to write. And so he's pretty much drawing a blank. So Evie decided to help him and to kind of sort of prove him wrong that things in romance novels actually do happen. And so she sets out and tries to meet people like how they would meet in a romance novel. So like for example, someone spilling a drink on someone. And while she was helping Ezra with his novel, she also befriends Ben and Annette. They met at the uh, coffee shop where she was trying to meet someone. They thought it was kind of entertaining and funny and interesting because they did ask Evie what, what she was trying to accomplish. And I really enjoyed it. I think this was one of the books that was able to really get me back from my reading slump. I don't have to think about a whole lot of things. It's fluffy, it's cute, it's funny. And so it just kind of helped me to forget for a little bit that there's a pandemic going on, which is kind of nice. The next book is actually an audiobook that I listened to, and it's called The Art of Making Memories by Meek 
White King. When I saw this book in our library, um, well, in overdrive, because nothing was open for the past three months. Um, when I saw this audiobook, I honestly thought that it had something to do with documenting memories. You know, if you're familiar with Project Life or Pocket Pages or bullet journaling, then yeah, that's those are the kinds of things that I confused this audiobook to. I was wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't any of those. It had nothing to do with any of those. It was mostly about memory keeping outside of your devices. Because we are at an age and time where it's so easy to lose into the documenting part of everyday lives that we don't really get the chance to kind of savor the moment and commit it to memory. One of my favorite chapters in this audiobook is when he talked about different creative ways that can help you in creating memories because he talked about quote unquote creating unique memory triggers and another thing that i liked in that chapter that he mentioned was that quote every happy memory deserves a soundtrack end quote because right now every time i listen to taylor swift's red album i always get taken back to when i was 24 i was living by myself in my apartment. It's just this teeny tiny apartment that is pretty much almost, well, not, it's not bare, but it had like, it had a couch and a table. So, <laughs> yeah. The next book that I read is The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. This was um, the first book that I read from our online book club. My library was nice enough to put up two different online book clubs. One is called Light and Bright, and the other one is called Deep Reads. And so The Hating Game is about Lucy and Joshua, who are co-workers, and they are both up for a coming promotion. And then there was a scene where they were going down the elevator together, and all of a sudden, Joshua just picks her up and starts making out with her. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait what just happened like i thought you guys don't like each other yeah the one thing i liked about this book is how the characters changed from the beginning because lucy for example she pretty much is getting stepped on by everybody that she works with like you can tell from the beginning that she's not as firm as she needs to be and joshua joshua is just like a straight line he's like clean cut and everything but then as the book progresses, the relationship changes and both of them change as well. Like Lucy's become firmer when it comes to everything. And then Joshua, all of a sudden you find out is is such a softy. And in that Joshua's outer tough guy personality is pretty much just a mask. There are a few things that I did not enjoy about this book though. First off is, why is Lucy so obsessed about their height difference? It's like almost every chapter she mentions that she's so small and that Josh is so big and that she just fits nicely on him because she's so small and he's so big. And I'm like, okay, I get it. He's tall. You're not. Let's move on. And then they also had this... um agreement where 
they can only have sex once. Which, you know what? That's their agreement to each other. That's fine. But I think my issue with that is it always comes up every time Lucy sees something remotely sexual. And I'm just like, maybe you guys shouldn't have agreed to the one sex time thing. I don't know. Just saying. I did enjoy reading this because I I was also trying to figure out what Joshua's deal is. Because most of the storyline is seen through Lucy's eyes. And it would have been nice if there are like certain chapters where Joshua is the one who's telling the story. Because then we get two sides onto some things. The next book that I read is called Flying Lessons and Other Stories. This is a middle grade anthology, and as most anthologies go, it's uneven, which means there will be stories that people will enjoy, and there will be stories that people will not enjoy very much just because it doesn't really speak to them. But for sure, because it's an anthology, there will always be something for everybody in it. I think it's great for middle graders to read because of the diverse representations in in the characters in the book. This next book that I read is something that I found out exists over the internet and it's called The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Um I found this on Amazon Prime Reading. Prime reading you usually get if you already have Amazon Prime, I believe. And so I took advantage of that and I saw The Giving Tree and I read it. And the first time I've heard of this book actually is from a video of a mom reading The Giving Tree to her child. And it pretty much just showed the end clip. And when she was done reading that, the kid just started crying I thought that this was an emotional book, but honestly, I I don't know if I like this book. So the two main characters of this book is a tree and a person. And the person just took and took like his entire life. He just took and took from this tree who just pretty much keeps on giving. The tree was just like, yeah, just go grab my fruits. Go ahead. Go grab my branches. Go ahead. Oh, you need something to build with? Go get my tree trunks. And the guy's just there and just like, oh, okay, I'll take them all. And at some point, I'm just like, stop, please. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, this, this isn't really a favorite out of the bunch that I've read. This next book that I read um, won't be out until like August of this year. And it's called The Very Last Leaf by Steph Wade. And it's about a leaf, and his name is Lance, and he's the top of the class. He's really smart, and he's, he's really good. But then we find out that he's, he's struggling to finish his final test. And it's because he's afraid to just jump. And so his teacher was there for him, his classmates was there for him, letting him know that he can do it. He's a smart leaf. And he's got nothing to worry about. I've actually written a blog post about this book. And so I will link that down in the show notes. The last book I'm going to talk to you about today is called Can I Touch Your Hair? by Irene Latham. 
Um, I found this book through Epic. Yes, we do have an Epic subscription and I like it. It's great. It's a picture book, which is also a poem collection that highlights race and certain things that are different because of your race. Like how, like how different families handle punishment and how race affects friendship. So that concludes part one of my reading wrap-up. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on a podcast platform of your choice. You could also message and follow me through Instagram, which is shereadsagain, or through my blog, which is shereadsagain.com. Once again, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye.